It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, world. Welcome once again to Tuesday Talk with Key West Lou. I am your host, Louis Patron. My apologies for not being with you last Tuesday. I ended up in a hospital in Hollywood, Florida, having a heart catheterization, some other things. Uh, all's well that ends well, uh, but I was incapable of communicating with you. My apologies again, but I'm in good shape, thank God. Uh, a lot of things happening. You know, with Trump as president, it's easy to come up with things to talk about because he creates news several different ways every day. I try to avoid talking about his issues uh, because we see it all day. It's on the television. It's in the newspapers. You get sick of it after a while. Uh, on the other hand, some of the issues are extremely important and must be discussed. So I, I'll briefly go over some uh, at the beginning of my show tonight and then get into things which I believe are more interesting to people in general. I want to start with what's facing the Republicans in the next couple of weeks. Their plate is full. Uh, first of all, they, they have to pass a, uh, the, tech, the, uh, budget, the budget bill. They have a budget, and it's due on by 12-8, <coughs> December 8, we must have a new budget in place. Now, understand something. We never have a pro forma budget. We never have a real budget. I was listening to a senator from Colorado this evening on the news, a Democratic senator. He's been a senator for nine years. He says, I've been here nine years. We've never had a budget in nine years because what they do is they have a continuing uh, financial budget or something for 30 days, then 90 days in this. So we don't really know the financial condition of our country. Isn't that a hell of a way to run the business? Now, uh, on December 8th, we've got to have a budget in place or a continuing budget, as they call it, for the next 30 or 60 days, or we have to close the government down. There's no money to operate it with, and it's illegal to commit the United States of America to financial obligations if this continuing budget is not in place. So now the Republicans and the Democrats will go at this negotiating with each other, and each will try to get some extra things thrown in, et cetera, et cetera. Stupid way to run a business. Had you or I, if I ran my law practice like this, because the practice of law was a business too, I had many, many employees in several different cities. I never would have lasted. You can't run a business the way our government runs. The other thing is we have this harassment issue. Uh, our legislators are fooling with the ladies, and they've been getting away with it because, what is it, 15 or $17 million has been paid out. This is like hush money uh, to interns and employees of the federal government who were involved with uh, congressmen, senators, sexually, and they made a complaint, and they got some money. Well, 
we found out about that now. And this is a new world. It's a new day. It's a new time when it comes to sexual harassment. Ain't no question about it. So now Congress has to vote or they want to vote and have a, a policy, a, a training policy. Can you imagine the guy who sent to Washington, Senator Representatives, needs a training policy and so he knows not to screw around with women, young girls, and et cetera? <coughs> Hard to believe, isn't it? Uh, but they've got to get that done before they leave in the next couple of weeks for vacation for Christmas. Uh, the other thing is... Uh, the hunting, there's a hunting situation. Why, I don't know, but Trump said, oh, my God, he lifted the ban. Uh, there was a ban on shooting elephants and other big game in two African countries, Zambia and Zimbabwe. Uh, then all of a sudden, two days later, as he is known to do, he reversed himself. And he said, no, 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 no. He said, I'm putting the ban back in place. Now we're not sure what he's going to do. Uh, I don't know why this is important, except to those who love big animals, and I think that's reason enough for this to be important. I think at the heart of this, though, may be his two sons, Donald and Edward, because if you look, you've seen pictures of them on the Internet, in the newspapers. They are both big game hunters. They're over there with elephant tusks, standing on a boar's head. These guys hunt big time, and it may have affected their happy hunting life. Then you've got the tax bill. <laughs> got to go through this. This has all got to be done before Christmas. Uh, Christmas is less than a month away. They've got the tax bill. Now, is that going to pass in the Senate? I don't know. I hope it doesn't because I think it's a screw job. It's of great benefit to the rich at the expense of the poor. Ain't no question about it. Forget I'm a Democrat. Even a Republican can see this if he wants to see it. All right? One of the worst things that could happen to uh, the greatest number of people in this country if this Republican version is passed or adopted in the Senate. Who knows what's going to occur? Now we got North Korea again. Uh, you know, <laughs> Jung knew he ain't no fool. He waited a couple of months, but he's playing around again. And he sent out a missile. This missile went to the other side of Japan in the water or something, but here are the numbers on it. It got to a height of 2,800 miles. Can you imagine it got to a height of 2,800 miles? And it flew for 620 miles, getting up there, going and coming down. And all this took 153 minutes. Now, the significant thing of all this is it's being said today that based upon what this missile did that ended up in the waters on the, within 200 miles of Japan, on the other side of Japan, it's now in range to hit Washington, D.C. I repeat, now in range to hit Washington, D.C. Now, Trump very calmly said today, we'll deal with it, very calmly. I worry what's going to happen in the next 24 to 48 hours. He's going to go bomb something over there. Something's got to be done. I don't like it being done this way because you've got two nuts facing each other, and one of them is going to make a mistake, and we could end up in a nuclear war. It's that simple. I'm not crazy. I'm not out of control. Just think about it, two nuts facing each other off, and one of them's going to press the button if he thinks the other guy's doing something he shouldn't be doing. Then we got the Consumer Bureau. Okay, this is uh, Senator Warren's baby, uh, now law. And it's there. The Consumer Bureau 
is there and has been in place for several years to protect people from the banks and credit card companies. All right. So this is to protect you and me against the one percent or less than one percent. And so far, the banks have been screwing up because over the past several years, the Consumer Bureau has captured from the banks for wrongdoing $15 million and returned it to people who had been screwed to various amounts by the banks. Now, the president said this is a devastation. Uh, The president said the banks are being devastated. Financial institutions have been devastated. Well, that's a crock. I'm going to tell you right now, uh, because bank presidents are making twenty to forty million dollars a year. That's their take-home money, including bonuses. That's more money than most people make in a lifetime. For some, it's more money than they make in ten lifetimes. Uh, And if they're making this kind of money, I don't see how they're being devastated. And look at the banks. Uh, They've got all this money. They got it salted away in the Cayman Islands and every place else. They're hiding money so they don't have to bring it back and pay taxes on it. And in spite of that, they're operating at the greatest profits they've made in years. Again, these are the people, the banks, that brought us the recession of 2008 and caused millions of Americans to lose their homes in foreclosures. All right. Now, what happened? Uh, the director retired or resigned. Now the issue became who appoints the new, new uh, director. The president appointed one person. Uh, someone else appointed someone else. It went to court. It went to federal district court. The decision came out today. And the court said it's okay for the president to appoint the new director. I thought that was wrong because as I read the case law on this, I thought the law, the Dodd-Frank Act, which set up the Consumer Bureau, determined the method of succession. The case will go on appeal, probably end up at the United States Supreme Court. In the meantime, in the meantime, uh, they're going to rip the hell out of the Dodd-Frank Act as it applies to the Consumer Uh, the the Consumer Bureau here. Now, an interesting thing here. Judges are important. The judge who decided this case is a Trump appointee who took office in September. A Trump appointee who took office in September. Now, I'm not saying he did anything wrong, uh, but he, he could have leaned. You know, I know judges operate. He may have not known what to do in this case, and he leaned. I think he leaned the wrong way. But you can't pack the courts. He's packing the courts, and this is what happens. Again, I can't say this judge did anything wrong. I don't know. But I have a feeling his appointment, recent appointment, had something to do with it. Because whether a man is a judge or a ditch digger, He puts his pants on the same way every morning, and he thinks the same way. Okay, now let's move on here. Let's talk about Access Hollywood. Love this. See, Trump doesn't always tell the same story with regard to the same topic the same way every day. Now, Access Hollywood. Remember back during the campaign in uh, 2016, this last summer, I think July or August, somebody taped. Uh, Trump getting off the bus. Uh, he's talking to, I think, two or three guys, and they're talking about women. 
And he said, in effect, I'm not quoting him except to a pertinent statement here, that if you grab a woman by her, and this is his word, pussy, she's yours forever. Because if you're a star, he said, in effect, and he's indicating that he's a star, you can do anything you want. And once you grab them, you can do it, and they let you get away with it. You can do anything you want to them from that point on. Well, the next day, he went on national television, Trump, and he admitted he had made the statement. And he also said, you know, years ago, I did a lot of things I shouldn't have done, but I've grown, I've matured, I, I know right from wrong now, and I regret that this occurred. This is last summer. Yesterday, he said, I don't think the tape is authentic that shows me saying those things outside the bus. Now, you tell me, this is so clear I can't understand it. You got the tape, you got him on national television the next day. Now he's saying that the tape, he's indicating the tape is a phony. The man lies. All right. Um, he also, in the last few days, he's gone on and said that, uh, you know, uh, that CNN represents America, and I quote very poorly. CNN represents America, and I quote very poorly. Uh, he doesn't like the press. The only press he likes is Fox News, and that's because they're to the far-right Republican. Uh, CNN responded when, he said, when they said that CNN represents America poorly. They said, and I quote, it's not CNN's job to represent the United States to the world. That's yours. Our job is to report the news. Facts first. Well, Trump came back with the always comes back. I love this guy. He should spend less time tweeting and more time learning how to run the government. In any event, he came back with, and I quote, Fox News. It's much more important in the United States than CNN. But outside the United States, CNN International is still a major source of false news. You got that? Fake news. I'm sorry. Fake news. And they represent our nation to the world very poorly. The outside world does not see the truth from them. Pot calling the kettle black. This man lies. He lies consistently. He's our president, and he lies consistently. And he says this about CNN as opposed to Fox News. I can see it. I don't like Fox News. Uh, I, I think these guys lie through their nostrils also. Then we move on to the economy's in terrific shape. Oh, just about every day we hear Trump say, oh, boy, the market's the highest it's ever been. It is. The economy's terrific. Companies are coming back from Europe. I want to ask you something. I'm going to tell you something. Not one company has come back from Europe yet. He says the companies are coming back. The companies have come back. They're creating new jobs. Not from companies coming back. I wish some newspaper, because they do all kinds of exploration stories, would write a story on this, because I want to know what company came back. I can't find one. But anyhow, the economy's terrific. Well, it is. It is for the top 1% in this country. It is not for the rest. And... Let me tell you why. As Thursday, last Thursday, Thanksgiving, while all of us gave thanks, most of us gave thanks, let me put it that way, the homeless numbers are on the increase in the United States. The homeless numbers are in the increase in the United States. The homeless levels 
are high. They are as high as they were during the Great Depression in American cities, during the Great Depression. Uh, the number of homeless is increasing in our major cities. It's not decreasing. It is becoming a crisis. A state of emergency exists. Now, let, look, let's look at some numbers so we, 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 we understand this, or I, I'm, I'm sharing this with you uh, properly. Uh, there are several charities of some substance and size that service the homeless every year. These several charities serve in excess of 1 million homeless, okay, a year. 1 million is a lot. You're putting them up to sleep at night in a tent, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, looking again at how they increased. When Giuliani became mayor in 1994 of New York City, there were 24,000 homeless living in shelters. When Bloomberg became mayor in 2002, the number had risen to 31,000. When de Blasio became mayor in 2014, the number went up to 51,000. Today, the number is 63,000, 63,000 homeless people living in shelters. Let's look also at Los Angeles County. 55,000 people, homeless people a night sleep in shelters in Los Angeles County. That's up 25% from last year, okay? Also, homeless children are up 60% since 2008. Homeless children, children who sleep in cars at night, abandoned cars generally, in the woods, in cardboard boxes, under bridges, go to school. The teacher gives them a toothbrush and toothpaste. The teacher brings something for them to eat so they have breakfast. We have, I know, 45,000 homeless children in this country, an absolute disgrace. They didn't sit down and have the big turkey meal uh, with the president down in Florida at his golf course, Mar-a-Lago, or whatever it is. Uh, we're not paying attention to this. This indicates, though, that the problem is getting worse, not better. There's got to be a reason for it, because the economy really isn't that good. Uh Egypt, mosque, some terrorists attacked the mosque. These were Islamic people, Muslims praying, and over 300 people were killed. In excess of 100 people were wounded. Uh, two years ago, 40 Arab nations formed the Islamic Military Counterterrorism Co uh, Coalition. I repeat, Islamic Military Counterterrorism Coalition. This, to the Arab world, is... Our NATO. We have NATO to deal with communism in Russia. They now have established two years ago this uh, Islamic military counterterrorism coalition to fight terrorism. They haven't fought anything yet. Forty nations led by Saudi Arabia. Well, we've got a new government in Saudi Arabia. There's been a coup and upheaval. And, and it's anticipated that they're going to get out there now, this Islamic military counterterrorism coalition, and go after the people and do something about what happened in Egypt. And that's a good thing. The bad thing is the 40 Arab nations are being organized militarily to work together. And in the end, that could be a detriment as regards working with the West, a nation such as the United States, it could become a military danger to us. Now, why do the Muslims hate us? Why do the Islams hate us? And it's very simple. It's the fault of a pope and the Catholic Church. 
In 1095, the Pope was Urban II. Urban II. You have to understand, Popes weren't always all holy. This is back in the Middle Ages. Most of them were married. I don't know if Urban was. They had children. If they weren't married, they screwed around anyhow. Uh, they weren't necessarily good people. Uh, and Urban was at the Council of Claremont this month in 1095. And you know what he said? He says, we, we have to have, he called the Christians to war on Muslims, okay, to reclaim the Holy Land. We must form armies and we must march to the Holy Land. He's looking for Jerusalem. We must reclaim the Holy Land. His cry was Deus Volt, which in English means God wills it. And it's amazing uh, kings, princes, nations, they sent their people out. Even the farmers went out to fight. They followed. This was a religious war, a religious cause. And for 200 years, the Crusaders fought the Muslims, who were minding their own business at the time in the Middle East when this all started. At the beginning, the Muslims were winning. Then they lost. They got destroyed. They lost this war, the First Crusades, which lasted 200 years. Now, there is a real reason why we went, or not we, why I'm a Catholic, why the church uh, required their Christians to go and do this. It had to do with money. Everything has to do with money. This wasn't God directing this. This was Urban II. There were lands out there. Not They used the whole, they wanted to free up Jerusalem, okay? But it wasn't just that. There were lands out there with minerals and everything else. And even back in those days, they knew what gold was or whatever. And they wanted to take all those lands and take them under the control of the church. Ah. And so the Crusades were born. Can you blame the Muslims for hating us to this day? The Christian world, the Western world, went out and beat the shit out of these people who were minding their own business at the time. Muslims never forget. They never forget. It's obvious today. They don't forget. They carry to this day an inborn hatred of the Western world. Right. I love talking about robots. I got into robots about two years ago. I find it interesting. We don't talk enough about robots. We don't read enough about robots. Uh, we don't see enough even on the Internet or on the television about robots. Because robots, my friends, are here and they're coming in increasing numbers. And the significance of what I am saying is they're going to replace the few jobs that are left. I mean, let's face it. If you can have one robot do the job of 100 men and you're a manufacturing company, you're going to get rid of those 100 guys and have the robot do it. And robots can do things that swiftly and in that magnitude and those numbers. Well, there's a robot. I, I started writing about this and talking about it two years ago. I spoke last year, all right, on the show about robots and sex. They're getting into every area. And this is, I'm not joking. This is very serious. It's what I'm going to share with you. And then two months ago, I said, my God, the robots that are being manufactured now that are soon going to be out there on the marketplace, I've seen pictures of them on the Internet. Uh, they're there for the men and the women. Now, if you're looking at a woman, she's beautiful, magnificent, lovely skin, lovely hair, and they have sex. 
and they know how to talk to you. They know how to murmur in your ear and say nice things to you while you're having sex. And if you ask them questions, even say, was I good? They're going to say, oh, you were wonderful, darling. Uh, these are fine machines, and they're coming out on the market. Well, there was a recent article in the Journal of Sexual and Relationship Therapy. Sexual and Relationship Therapy. These new sex robots have two names, Sexbots, S-E-X-B-O-T-S, and Digisexuals, Digisexuals, D-I-G-I-S-E-X-U-A-L-S. They are coming out. They'll soon be here. They look like, speak, and act like real people, uh, and they will be specifically designed to fulfill a person's particular desi- desires. You can have, you could say program the robot like this to do these things. Uh, they, they, they believe that people will eventually bond with robots. It will be a detriment to male-female relationships because females can go out and get male robots uh, and may affect marriages. Uh, again, the, they're tailor-made to meet a person's desires. It's coming Within two years, you're going to see it. It's going to be available for sale. Which now brings me to Walmart and robots from the way up to the way down. Walmart's, I think they're the world's uh, biggest employer. They don't pay big wages, but at least people have jobs. They get hospitalization and all that sort of thing. Well, Walmart quietly has been testing uh, robots to do, do two, perform two different jobs in their stores. Uh, now, Recall that the people working in those stores may be paying cheap, be paid cheaply, but in today's society, that is your middle class at those wages. That is your middle class. That's what it's come down to, the middle class. In any event, they are testing self-driving floor scrubbers. At night when everybody's gone, they scrub the floors. Instead of using humans, they're using a robot that goes around and scrubs your floors. And they're also using testing, self-scanning robots to replenish inventory on shelves. No more do you need humans to go and restock the shelves. The robots will know how to do it from identification to getting the product, putting in the right space, and everything else. Uh, We don't talk about this. We as a nation should be talking about this. Washington should be talking about the robots because it isn't we're going to bring jobs back. We've got to have new jobs because the robots are going to be doing a significant number of the work in this country 10 years from now. And so the unemployment rolls could get bigger unless we retrain people to do some other type of work that may be associated with roboting or something else. We don't do it because our people can't see in Washington. Irma. 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 My book's out, by the way. It's been out for three weeks. Irma and Me, the story of how Irma chased me to Pompano, to Atlanta, and then to Birmingham, uh, where I spent 12 days with the wonderful Thornton family. Seven evacuees we ended up. None of us knew each other. We ended up in uh, the Thornton home in Birmingham, plus three dogs. The Thorntons were wonderful. I got to tell you, I spent 12 days there, the best 12 days of my life. Because you don't come back once the hurricane's over. You don't come back till you got water, electricity, etc. And you can drive back easily. The streets are clear to trees. Uh, wonderful time, wonderful hosts. 
I thought I was on vacation. That's the story in the book. It's also the story of the hurricane because the only news we could get, we didn't yet have a landline that was good, and none of the landlines were good. So the only information we got was over uh, Facebook, thank God for uh, Facebook's, thank God for the social media. We wouldn't have known anything. And there were a lot of interesting stories that developed out of that by the book. It's on, It's interesting. It's humorous. Uh, it's available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and Kobo Books. Now, why am I talking about it? Not to sell my book here, but it sounds like a pitch. It probably is. Uh, Monroe County runs from Key West to Miami. Uh, a lot of debris, a lot of damage gone, refrigerators flying through the air. In the book, I tell you, I was coming through Almorada, and I saw this huge refrigerator lying sideways 15 feet up on two branches of a tree. How the hell did they get up there? It had a, the wind had to take it up there. Well, all that stuff has to be taken away. So far, Monroe County has spent $40 million in getting rid of debris, and it isn't all gone yet. It's tough. There's debris every place, and we don't seem to get it all cleared up. It's hard, hard. You can sense it if you live here. And uh, where's the $40 million going to come from? You've got to pay your vendors. A lot of these are local people. The uh, FEMA will pay it eventually. Now, FEMA's done a magnificent job here. They had boots on the ground immediately, and they provided food, water, clothing, and shelter to people who needed it. But a big deal like this is it goes through the bureaucratic system. So they're looking to borrow $40 million from the bank, and it's anticipated it will be an additional four months of $5 million a month, another $20 million on top of that. That's what happens when you have a major hurricane. That's the show for this week. Uh, hope you enjoyed. Thank you for joining me. A lot of crazy things happening out there. Uh, I'm doing the live video every day. I've missed a few days this week because I've been sick ever since I was in the hospital last Tuesday, but I think I'm back. So on uh, Facebook, under Key West Lou, there's Key West Lou Live, and it's two or three minutes, and I tell you what I think about something, whatever moves me. Thank you for joining me. I look forward to being with you again next week. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.